Welcome to Everything and Nothing, with your hosts, Joshua Metz, Chris Cox, and Charlie Hickmott. Joshua Metz and our we've got two other hosts. We got Charlie Hickmott. Hello. We got Chris Cox. What's up? Streaming from home over there. Uh <laughs> You know what? This is uh, this is what we're doing now. This is the the show until uh, further notice because um, yeah, I got a, a number of complaints uh, uh, from the last live stream, which was that uh, we were all in way too close proximity, and uh, even though we have at some point or another been attached at the hip. Um, <laughs> and really are not touching or interacting with other people. It is just kind of for the best that people are promoted to in the way that says, we are all separate. Look at me, I'm in a separate box. Quite literally, Charlie's living here, but he's in another room. Um, Chris uh, is is uh, in Vancouver, Washington. He's in a whole other location tuning sure, in. Sure, I'm in a whole other state, yeah. So um, we're taking all the precautions we can. Uh, we've heard your your voice out there, uh, and we wanted to let you know we're safe and we're doing things the right way. Now, today's show is actually ex- super exciting. I'm really really pumped up about this. Um, the phrase of the day, yeah, oh yeah, the phrase of today is uh, is tech talk. Tech talk. Tech talk. Not to be confused with TED talks, and certainly shouldn't be confused with TikTok, <laughs> right? So that's uh, TED Talks, TikTok, but we're talking tech talk. Uh, we're talking uh, tech here. So we're not talking about tech in. We're not talking about tech in. Uh, okay. That's a common misconception that tech in would come in while we're playing TikTok, talking tech on a TED Talk. <laughs> it's just not feasible the way I look at things. Right. Um, Good to know. So, <laughs> talking tech. We're talking tech today. Today, talk tech. That's what it is. Tech talks, talk tech. Say how you want. Tech, right? We're all dealing with a lot of tech right now. We're stuck at home. Um, we even had to troubleshoot earlier. Uh, we had to we had to um, stop a feed from our Newgrounds show, Second Judgment. Uh, link will be in the description. Uh, we had to stop our show, Second Judgment, uh, in the middle just to 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 realign because we're using Zoom now. Um, to 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 bring you the podcast. So uh, I wanted to do a little bit on how the technology uh, allows us to do this because I've noticed uh, uh, some of our more professional peers will say have um, kind of been struggling at home uh, doing this and and they're doing it live in front of us. So we're we're going to see a lot of their mistakes and now we get to make some of the same mistakes ourselves. How do you feel, guys? How do you how's the Zoom feeling? How do you feel? It's uh it's takes getting used to but it's a pretty painless procedure yeah i don't know i've been uh kind of enjoying having like almost my own iron man suit forming oh yeah. <laughs> now i've got the multiple screens up so that i can be looking here and then checking stuff out over oh, here yeah. feel powerful it is really kind of i i love it i i personally love it it's it's been great i've been cooping myself up in my own room uh as an art form for I don't know. It's about two years now. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much ever since uh, people started remembering my name. You know what I mean? I went, okay, oh, can't go to the grocery store. <laughs> uh, can't certainly not go to a concert. Oh, I'll stay in. 
And uh, yeah, so that's, it's working out for me. Um, the, the thing though that is making it the hardest because the stuff that I relied on to get out of the house, which I needed, and I think a lot of us needed, right? Um, was like uh, simple stuff like working and school and stuff. Now we do all of that from home. Uh, a, lot oh, of yeah. us are, a lot of us are doing that all from home or not at all, Charlie, right? Well, you, you, you're not, you, you're working if I give you, if you, if I give you something to do, but otherwise it's pretty much your world now, right? I'm doing this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, That's work. That's nice to have something to do. Yeah. Chris, you're working from home now, right? Oh, yeah. You guys doing the Zoom meetings? No, we don't have meetings. You don't uh, have any meetings? No, I mean, I guess we do uh, once a week, but it's just a phone call. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Love is only a phone call away. Ooh, points. Thank you. Uh, um, well, that's great and a lot less of a headache considering that your job is high, pretty high stress anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, people get pretty angry because they don't read their contracts before they sign things. Uh, yeah. I'm I that mean, guy sometimes, I'll admit. Yeah. I don't know. My My easiest way of getting people to calm down so far has just been to... Like go okay. I know what you thought you had, and I'm sorry that this isn't that. But I'm gonna tell you what you do have and how you can use this to save like a thousand dollars off the cost of your pet's veterinary care this year. So if you do the things I tell you to do today, you're gonna have a good year. All right. And then they're like, oh man, this can do that. I was like, yeah. If you would have been using it right. And then I go back and I tell them, actually, if you pull up your invoices right now. I can prove to you that you've already been doing that with the stuff you've been doing normally. Yeah. Like there's no way it's that expensive. I'm like, okay, well here, let's put you in touch with your Banfield web account. And then they check out their own invoices and they go, Oh, 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 people doctors (laughs) and animal doctors both have to get paid a lot. Yeah. Cause the work they do is hard. Yeah. 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 They do. (laughs) Yeah. How, how, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so uh we're all working from home i'm i'm uh would I, okay so maybe you're not doing the zoom thing but uh i would say you're probably experiencing some tech stuff now huh you're having to do things at home everything oh yeah the oh, first yeah. uh the first week was was pretty hard uh, my computer would just crash in the middle of my day and have like three chats up that i'm in the middle of and those yeah. are people that are going to call back or chat back and be like i was talking with chris and he just froze up and didn't say anything and stopped <laughs> responding to me in the middle of our conversation. Oh, how dare you, Chris? Man. That is messed up, Chris. Yeah, yeah, wrong of you. So. <laughs> and then their chance time out. Right. Yeah, and yeah. So by the time I get things back, you know, one time uh, everything was down for like a half hour. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's not bad. A half hour, though, you were able to, uh, bad for the customer. But uh, as far as things for you go, it sounds like business as usual. You're just experiencing tech difficulty uh, a lot of times in the way uh, as it pertains to the customer. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Uh, Some people are not having such, uh, I guess we'll call what you are doing there, great luck and success. (laughs) Uh, I do keep being reminded that I have that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got something going for you. And me, uh, I, I'm traditionally pretty good at dealing with this stuff. But even me, I've got my moments and stuff. And, and like I said, in the in the uh, show just before this one, uh, Second Judgment, we were having to stop the feed for just a moment and um, and reorganize for for sound purposes. This was a reason of sound. 
Um, and it's always stuff like that, right? Troubleshooting and tech stuff. Uh, tech kind of kind of sucks for those kind of reasons, but uh, it can be good when those things aren't happening. Um, and so it kind of becomes the um, the goal to to how how do I get those things to not happen? So I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on for me. For me, I'm I'm going I'm doing school from home now. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going I'm going to PCC full time online. I've also got work study, which I work uh, as a lab tech for them, which has also moved, thankfully, online. So I'm getting an hourly wage to kind of sit at home and do lab tech stuff on call uh, for a period of time on this day. And then on this day, I've got class from period this to this, uh, mostly in the mornings. Um, and uh, it's, 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 a, it's tough for, for a lot of the teachers, actually. I'm, I'm impressed uh, um, or I guess underwhelmed with how my, some of the instructors are handling it because, uh, you know, I look at them as an authority on just, you know, whatever like okay so like uh, the class i'm uh thinking about right now was uh video compositing and effects now he's a wizard i saw him in person he taught my photoshop class mm -hmm. now this this is an after effects class and now he's having to do it from home so it, we're relying on not only his uh, firepower at home but also uh the wi-fi um projecting that firepower in addition to it slowing down his machine or machines um, has proven to make the class not move maybe as forward and as linear as he might have it work in, in class. So we're, so we're all feeling it. Um, what I'm doing about it is uh, just trying to like, because uh, the tech support thing that I'm dealing with, and I think, Chris, you, you, you've got a little element of this to your work, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I'm, I'm having to help now people out uh, <laughs> dealing with like zoom and and just getting into their class sometimes and uh um i i don't anticipate a lot of struggle right now but i'm assuming as as stuff goes on more and more people are going to be showing up to uh we have a hangouts that we go to so that it doesn't conflict with the zoom because the technology isn't compatible you know and so there's a lot of really strange idiosyncrasies like that uh that are causing all kinds of all kinds of issues so let me tell you what we're doing here on the podcast to bring it to you. That's what I'm going to do here today. Uh, speaking of talk tech, let's talk tech Smirk Studio style. We've got, uh, yeah, we got Zoom, right? We're using Zoom. That's how we're bringing this to you right now. But uh, let me tell you a little bit about Zoom before I tell you what we're doing with it. Because uh, we're doing something kind of, um, maybe you're doing this the same at home. Maybe you have a YouTube channel and you, and you, you feel similar. Uh, maybe you're seeing this on YouTube and you're using this to remedy uh, an issue you've had or, or, or something. I hope you're not because we don't know anything here. Um, mm. uh, Ooh, we're trying. We know everything and nothing. Which one of those words is anything? None. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, but I'll tell you what I do know because I looked this up earlier today. Uh, Zoom was released in 2013. We're all just hearing about it right now. It's 2020 yeah. now. But uh, 2013, that's when uh, Zoom was. I should have I should have asked you guys. I should have said, when did you think it came out? What would you have said? Like 2017. Yeah, maybe yeah. 2018. I would have guessed pretty late, and then I would have assumed it was a trick question and then put it a little earlier than that, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, with that being said, it was released in 2013. 
uh, and now the popularity, it, it grew pretty much immediately and, and con it continued to grow. And as you well, can it bet, the answer, yeah, it is the answer now. And the funniest part is, too, uh, last year, uh, it's reported that uh, uh, half the fi uh, Fortune 500 companies um, were using Zoom to conduct online meetings already. So and this wow. is before this is previous uh, prior to that epidemic. Um, now, of course, they're having to up, ramp up their their game and the servers and all that kind of stuff, yeah. because we're there's a lot of us. Uh, we even got a. a notice earlier while we were all just broadcasting that said uh, oh well fine we'll let you have more than 40 minutes because they're <laughs> like we understand that there's a lot of you that need this and well you know it is a, a free program but it, it has its limitations for the free version right. there's a, of course a pro version now what i want to tell everybody at home and what you guys have experienced uh, and so maybe this is going to be a lot like preaching to the choir or maybe i'm going to open your minds maybe you're going to understand a little bit more about what i'm going through but nonetheless, I'm about to become extremely transparent here. Uh, I was gonna be ready with screenshots and everything, but there's not really a, a real reason to do so. So I'm using, here's what I'm doing. I got Zoom, you know that. We, we talked about Zoom. This is how we're getting the video and stuff that we've got. Now, how are we getting it to Twitch? Because there's no place, as far as I'm aware, and if you know, please comment. Um, there's nothing here that I'm aware of that says, uh, you know, broadcast to uh, such and such website or something, you know, there's not like export to YouTube or anything like that, as far as I'm aware. Again, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But um, yeah, so there's got to be a way to get this feed, I thought, to the TV, all the other people are doing it, right? So I'm like, there's got to be a way. And people have been doing this for a long time, mind you. So uh, I put this new thing I learned, Zoom, with something I had kind of already been working on about a year ago, uh, uh, OBS Studio. And I put these together. Um, so OBS Studio, let me tell you a little bit about that. Uh, OBS Studio was actually uh, created in 2012. Uh, I don't right. think it got near as popular as fast. Um, but as websites like um, YouTube and, and uh, now Twitch and uh, even Instagram and Facebook started really pressing for uh for the uh uh what's up chris you gotta our twitch feed is down twitch feed is down oh. our browser encountered an error while decoding the video error number three thousand your browser oh that's me that's my problem my yeah problem. you're having trouble there chris um thank you uh <clears throat> that's the kind of tech talk we're here for today yeah and in the future chris if you have <laughs> If you have production notes, there is absolutely a chat on uh, uh, on the um, uh, Zoom that we can uh -huh. utilize in an effort to kind of just kind of clean clean up the uh, uh, talk so that people at home are just kind of getting you know the program. Uh, perfect. So I'm using this OBS Studio. I've been using it since last year. And uh, uh, on that note, Chris, if you take a look at the Twitch and make sure that we're getting audio. Uh, that would be excellent. Uh, but I'm seeing uh, all my feed here is ex uh, expressing uh, pretty good uh, Twitch output. Is, Twitch is getting audio. You're good. Excellent. Um, right on. So I'm using this uh, OBS. We're even talking about it right now. Uh, what we're what we, me and Chris were just talking about is making sure that uh, the pro broadcast from our Zoom here, what we're experiencing, which is clearly working. We're interacting with each other and stuff. Uh, there's there's an interaction here. There's a TED on TED on a yeah. TED talk with a talk tech, not to oh, be confused God. with TikTok. All right. Uh, uh, 
but the thing is, is uh, um, um, yeah, sometimes uh, something can happen between the two programs. I had to uh, broadcast this using another program. And right. you run into a world of incompatibilities when you do something like that. Um, this, this thing is designed specifically for that thing I said that uh, Zoom does not have in terms of a feature to output um, stuff to somewhere. So um, what happens is Twitch or YouTube or wherever gives you a code. Uh, it says, plug this into your OBS software. Well, I'm using OBS Studio. That's the software I've chosen to use. Uh, you plug it in uh, into this uh, place. If you were to show, share that code with anybody, they could broadcast as though they were you. Um, you know what I mean? And, and they, for some reason, they don't change that code ever. Um, it's the craziest thing. Um, but the, so it's this whole security thing and a whole like uh, uh, a, whole, a whole lot of like uh, research that I should have done. But I just kind of dove in and kept on clicking until I felt like things were working. So. Uh, here we are. That's how we got the show. Um, and the reason we're able to do it to, for you today, well, previous to now, we've done like Facebook live streams. I just had a tablet. It's as simple as it recorded us. That was it. Uh, uh, and in that same instance, you saw that we had microphones. Well, the microphones were going to my tablet, which were going through my OBS studio software, and that was going to Twitch. So the Facebook people were getting just whatever they got. Meanwhile, I was able to really focus exactly what my listeners were hearing and what my viewers were seeing on OBS. I could do a watermark in the bottom right-hand corner. Watch this. Uh, if you're watching on, on Twitch, you're going to see this right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, I want to make sure I click the right one. Here's my new Venmo uh, logo right here. Oh, uh, our feed went away for the um, video. Uh, but uh, Oh, there we go. I fixed it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But here, but here's this, and uh, you know, I'll just click around and show uh, uh, kind of some of the some of the other ones I've got. Well, I better just turn that one back off. Uh, I'll turn this back off as well, and we'll come back. But the, I can send a graphic uh, and like overlay it and tell people, oh, you know, we'll return in a moment, or you know, and it'll, or like let's say I uh, say we're we're starting at five, but I, we're not ready at five. You know, usually we're not. Uh, I would throw up something like this one that says, oh, well, we're almost ready and we're starting soon. Uh, thanks for your patience and that kind of thing. So th these kind of powers I'm given with the OBS software. Zoom is kind of more just for the schmo who doesn't know. Uh, and it, it, it's user friendly. It's easy. OBS software is not. There are many tutorials online. I did look at uh, one tutorial I lied about earlier because I could not find where to plug in that stupid code that I told you about earlier. Couldn't find it. It was not easy. Um, and when I plugged it in, it didn't work right away. So there was something I was doing wrong on that note as well. Uh, that's tech for you, though. Again, you're going to run into these issues. It's an inevitability. Here's what I wanted to uh, kind of talk to you guys about, though, today. Uh, yes. The whole thing that this is all leading up to for me, because at home, I'm biding my time like I do. Because, uh, yeah, I do want to go outside. Yeah, I told you a second ago, I'm good at all this stuff and staying in. It's true, but it's not that I don't want to go outside. I'm biding my time trying to make it all work. Um, I'm watching a lot of YouTube. I'm watching a lot of uh, uh, and professional people on YouTube and stuff, uh, uh, but also, um, you know, clickbait stuff, and I'm, I'm doing everything. But what I really like is that the talk show people, the New York Late Show people, uh, upload a lot of their content as well, uh, and I catch up with a lot of the stuff that a lot of the America is seeing. Uh, I'm catching up late on YouTube usually. 
Right. Uh, and in fact, I, maybe I'm not alone in that. Maybe more people are, are like that. Uh, and I, and I didn't know, but, um, what I was wanting to talk to you guys about, uh, these late night shows, uh, particularly the ones in New York, like I'm saying with like Jimmy Fallon and, and, uh, you know, Stephen Colbert, uh, Trevor Noah, uh, et cetera. Um, these guys are, are broadcasting now from home, right? Just like, yeah. uh, just like we are. Yeah. And, I, and that's kind of honestly what ultimately gave me the idea to try to start doing it. Uh, and it's now eventually led us to kind of doing it proper. We're doing it almost the same by the book as, as they're doing it. But if you guys are watching at home, and yeah, I hope you are. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, if you guys are watching at home, and I hope that you are, uh, 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 you're noticing that some of, some of these uh, talk show hosts who seem like they've got it made and they got it worked out and they're perfect uh, um, in charisma and all these things. And it's like, they are own in the show because they run things, you know, you, you, you believe that because of their character or what have you, all that stripped away, all that magic. And now they're at home, just like you and me with their phone or a laptop or a tablet or something, you know, the bare minimum uh, it's been drooled on by their kids, you know? Um, <laughs> and in fact, their kids are still there drooling on it while it's happening, you know, and uh, sometimes, yeah. Uh, and and it's it's just inspiring to me because I don't have children, <laughs> and so I thought <laughs> surely I could make a more professional <laughs> live broadcast talk show from home, <laughs> or at least as professional. I decided. Um, so that's what I've done. So what I wanted to ask you guys was, uh, you guys you guys are watching the talk shows, aren't you? You guys are watching the late oh, night yeah. shows. Oh yeah. Uh, so okay. So which of these late night hosts do you think is handling the quarantine broadcast the best uh, and why? <laughs> but then also, who do you think needs improvement and where 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 is the improvement needed? Uh, and by the way, nobody's allowed to say John Oliver because he's on another level and always has been. We all know. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, given uh, all your other talk shows, you, you, you cone in anybody you can think of. Otherwise, um, you can even say uh, amateurs. I want to, I would love to hear about amateurs. Maybe they're doing really well. Um, my friend Aaron Ross, he's crushing it. Um, so yeah, who, who's doing the best uh, and, and why? What do you think, Chris? Trevor Noah is is the one that I think is best handling the quarantine, and is also the one who is his show is doing the best in quarantine. And uh, the first reason is one that you have already run into. Uh, he doesn't have any kids. So <laughs> running around messing up everything. He doesn't have like a family unit that's like stuck behind the scenes trying to be quiet for an hour and a half while, you know, dad does his talk show thing. Um, <clears throat> as far as improvement, I don't know. Uh <laughs> The other two I, I like to watch are Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers. Yeah. And yeah. Seth Meyers, good one. They're both running into the difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, uh, with the wind episode. Uh, yeah. Or no, with the fire episode, kept getting like his hat flew off and like the camera fell down once. And then uh, with the in-home stuff, he tried to do like some cute stuff with the dog and it was just not working for him either. With the ham, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, funny. <laughs> uh, I I liked it, but you could feel the sadness, couldn't you? Yeah, he's not he's not doing well. He wasn't doing well when he had an audience. He wasn't. <laughs> then, he was really breaking and, down at the end there. Yeah, them and whiskey though were just keeping him going, and uh, <laughs> now he's just down to whiskey. Just down to whiskey. So, he's not even hiding it anymore. 
I I feel like I feel like Stevens improved definitely. Uh, you know, he had he has the other like the second angle with the iPad. That's pretty creative. True. And, That's true. and again, uh, I think with Steven and Jimmy, it they both have the family unit to help out. With Jimmy Fallon, in particular, his wife is just directing the show, and she's running the camera the whole time, and he doesn't even have to do anything. He just has to be a kind of cool dad, and it's funny as fuck because we're gonna watch it. Because those yeah. kids are adorable, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> poor Jim. Yeah, yeah, he, they're writing down the like scribble mess, and it's supposed to be the link to the donation or whatever, and yeah. it's got like more letters than it's supposed to, or like letters written over other letters. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's that that's just kind of charming, and and we're you know we're sucked in because it's it's cute and it's kind of off the cuff and funny. I think yeah, absolutely. Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah from the beginning has been doing really well. Uh, it, it looks good. He's having fun. I I noticed the other night he, he wore the same hoodie as I was wearing. I was like, <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, right. Confirmed. Yeah, comfortable. Yep. I I saw that and I confirmed. He said, "Is he wearing the same hoodie as me right now?" And I looked at uh, Charlie, and then I looked at Trevor, 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 and it just didn't stop after that. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, good. Well, you're adorable, Charlie, but you're no Trevor. I don't think I'm not. I, I'm not saying I'm like it. I'm just saying that he's as comfortable as I am. I think both of you guys missed it. I think you guys both just missed it. I looked at Charlie, then I looked at Trevor, then I looked at Charlie, then I looked at Trevor, but I said Trevor instead of Charlie. I oh. no, I heard it the whole time. I thought you were just saying you didn't look at me ever. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like you had just been like, and now I'm just going to keep watching this glorious human being. Right. No. Fair enough. Because they're both wearing the same hoodie, I couldn't tell them apart. Uh, and they were both Trevor to me. You uh, silly gooses. <laughs> so Sometimes the joke doesn't work. It's okay. It's okay when the joke doesn't work, but I don't like when it doesn't work because of inherent pessimism within. What? <laughs> Ideally, uh, we wouldn't. Uh, we, we, it just wouldn't come down to. Oh well, no one wants to look at me because that's obviously where <laughs> Josh is going with that one. Well, we were. You were watching the show. I assume you were just watching the show. I'm not saying you're not watching me. I say you are watching the professional production. Well, on that note, you watching. Well, on that note, that's that's evidence of my joke not landing, and that I can accept 100. Uh, uh, percent So. Um, yeah, okay. I let me let me break it down the way that I see it. Uh uh we got uh, let me see, let me see. What there's like five talk show hosts that I think anybody gives a shit about, right? Uh Jay, nobody gave a shit about him. And I already said that uh 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 John Oliver's off the off the list for, for this one, right? So that's your um that's your top and bottom right there. Gone. Don't have to worry about him. Uh uh <laughs> right. So Trevor Noah. I'm with you guys. He's doing the best as of right now. But what I want to say is that uh, I want to recognize Seth, uh, yeah. Seth Myers. He's for, had to change three different locations. He had to change three different locations. He never lost it uh, quite the same way. And when he started losing it, it was kind of more fun to watch than anything, right? He started kind of, he's got like a, almost like an insane giggle at the end of his bits that he knows <laughs> uh, are overlong and stuff like that. Um, but what I what I noticed about it, and why I want to credit him for probably the best overall, I want to say Trevor Noah is the most improved. You know what I mean? And if it looks like I keep looking up, it's because I got you on the big screen too. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, yeah, folks at home, uh, I, you know, I look up and then I look down and then I look up and then it's Charlie and then Charlie and then Charlie, Charlie. Did it land? Charlie. Is it landing yet? Charlie. Okay. Anyway, and, uh, uh, uh Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to say that, uh, uh Trevor Noah's most improved because uh, right at the beginning, no, he was doing the same jokes, uh, same writing and they were not landing the same amount of space for the audience. Laughter weren't landing. Um, uh, quality of the recording right off the bat, impeccable. Um, and they yeah. were, they were mostly giving him his uh, cut-ins where he needed them because he already had access to his staff. Right. That doesn't mean that Trevor is good, right? So Seth true. was totally alone uh, at, at first uh, and totally on his own on, on YouTube, in fact, and was not being broadcast on television uh, for a second there. Uh, uh, strictly doing it from home. Um, he certainly handled it better than Colbert under the same exact pressure. Um, cer certainly handled it better than Colbert. Um, we didn't see anything from Conan, but he was, I think, on break maybe, huh? Yeah, I uh. think so. And, you know, his show is changing the past year anyway. He went to just a half-hour format. So uh, I'm glad he's now doing something. He did that interview with Adam Sandler. That was funny. That was great. Um, yeah, I would love to see him uh, now. Now with all of this, I would love to see more of those guys in their element like that. But uh, case in point, to wrap it up, Seth Meyers, he had that. Uh, uh, he had the um, what was it? Uh, 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 this has been a closer look. A closer look. <laughs> yeah. And like you know, it, 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 he had the graphics still coming in, and I don't think he had access to. Um, uh, I don't think the studio was. Uh, fully helping him with that. I think they were doing the work, uh, but I think they were instructing him. They were, they, I think they were telling him, all right, and then you put it in like so, and they're telling him how to edit it. Right. So for yeah, that, Seth Meyers, hands-on, great job. I, I've noticed. Uh, uh, the rest of those guys, great job too. Colbert, come on, buddy. Like, come on, you're a grown-ass <laughs> man. Like, give me a damn break. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, uh, he, he shook himself off and put some bring back in a step sort of but the ham one was the most recent one and i uh, here's here's another one for colbert and i don't i hate the dog because i love the guy i do i really uh, he reminds me a lot of my dad honestly so that said uh, um um yeah 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 i don't know he just he, he just seems he just seemed real sad uh he he offered his audience the choice um on i think twitter he said Super casual good. dress or or suit because he started wearing the suit uh uh and mm -hmm. he he loved it i don't think his family did <laughs> and i don't uh i love i loved the suit i thought it was great i if i would have if i would have had it my way he would have done the suit but he gave the audience the choice and the audience picked casual and he wore the suit anyway <laughs> and then Wait. yesterday he finally did the casual but um he was wearing uh yoga pants i think like a suit shirt tie and then yoga pants. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, and he wasn't stuffing it. It didn't look like so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah, that's why I think uh, I was doing the best. The worst. Hmm. Yeah, the worst. Uh, it's, it's hard to judge anybody on the worst, but uh, it, that's what I'm going to do anyway. Uh, um. <laughs> and I haven't mm -hmm. seen any of James Corden. I know he's doing things. Uh. 
but I just like honestly not interested enough to look that up. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really on John Oliver all the way anyway, so that's why I got to take him off the list. I, I assume that you guys can agree with me that he's kept it professional since uh, he got home. Well, I don't I don't know how he pulled that off, but that was amazing. Uh, he's like, yeah, I just great. live in a <laughs> land live in this place. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's, his life is research and his life is uh, gathering information and his life is just like uh, doing those things. And now he just right has for him, to, nothing was going to change. Yeah. Nothing changed. And like he had a setup to where if uh, I think he like he's had enough legitimate death threats probably in his life that oh, yeah. a pandemic is something that John Oliver is prepared for. That's what I'm going to say about that. With that said, I will also say that if John Oliver... I'm sorry, if John Stewart still owned, uh, still operated The Daily Show, uh, I think that we would have seen something different. I think it would have been good, but I think it would have been way different. I don't think it would have been um, as streamlined possible right away, you know. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think uh, I think John's kind of more of a Luddite, you know, he's, he's kind of low tech, as it were, kind of lives out in the in the country area. That I feels right. Yeah, like I've I don't seen, know. I bet he's got a tablet. Well, I'm uh, sure he's got like a tablet. To, but like he does his New York Times crossword puzzle every morning on paper. You know, he's he's kind of like that kind of old-fashioned dad <laughs> character in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that about wraps up all the late night host stuff. Uh, I was going to tell you one more thing uh, before I before I pass the mic on uh, to the next segment, but. Um, we, you know, we did a live stream uh, show. Me and Charlie actually played one uh, uh, this last Monday, and it was good. And by last Monday, uh, I guess, what was that? The 30th of March. Right. So um, the one coming up, which uh, by the time this is on Spotify or wherever you listen to podca- uh, podcasts, uh, there will have been another live stream uh, music event uh, Monday. Um, that will be, what is that, the 5th, 6th? 6th. That'll be the 6th. Um, oh wait, yeah, yeah, that'll be six. So there'll be another one. But anyway, what I was gonna say is, uh, my all my friends are doing that. They're all doing the live stream. Uh, uh, some people with great success. We had uh, we had about like some like I think the tops we had uh, at any one point was like 15 people with all the different rooms combined that we had going, um, and that was good. You know, uh, certainly humbling, but uh, we did the best we could. Um, but what what I'm, was blowing me away is what uh, some of these guys are doing. So like um, uh, Lost Ox, they did a show, and uh, there's this uh, group called uh, this uh, I don't want this team uh, that are going around and trying to get these streams together for concerts. Uh, it's a it's a team of a light show and a, a video guy, okay. um, and they get together and it's called PDX Couch Tour, and they get together. Um, and you can go to Facebook and type in PDX Couch Tour and follow them. It's a pretty cool uh, event. Uh, essentially, what they do, they're providing the service. They got the light show, and then they got the streaming service. That's a great thing. I love that they thought that out, by the way. It goes hand in hand. Um, and they got the band there, right? And everybody's standing uh, the however far apart. They found a venue, uh, supposedly, with high enough ceilings and yada, yada, uh, so everybody can stay apart. Uh, certainly risking it, uh, you know, the safety of uh, all the musicians and all these things. But everybody's in agreement. Everybody's got it worked out. I'm sure there's a contract somewhere behind the scenes. I sure hope so anyway. And um, they live stream what looks like a full-on concert. And it looks really cool. You project it onto your screen or something, right? And at home, you've got the feeling. You've got the, the whole thing. Uh, 
you're immersed. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. We prepared for it. They were, they were promoting it just like you would any other Facebook event. Um, we we uh, synced up with everybody who was watching the watch party, and we got on there. And now here's where the tech talk really gets interesting. Uh, so as you know, I've got uh, an ability to edit for multi-angle cams if I want. We're not doing that today, but uh, I can um, do all kinds of, of, of editing, and that's no secret or mystery to you guys. Um, but uh, uh, um, this really, actually, I wanted to show off a little bit when I saw this. Uh, I wanted to show off that I could figure out what was happening. We saw in the background what looked like a projected screen that just said, okay, and cancel, and like a little X, like as though their projector wasn't working, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and all the lights were mostly encompassing, and you could, you really, it wasn't the most noticeable thing ever. Like if you were at the show, you would have definitely seen it. Well, because of the video works the way it does, it wasn't that noticeable necessarily. Um, but then it sort of started working, I guess. And I didn't know it was working per se, but I saw my friend uh, uh, David Rutlaff on there. Uh, I was like, whoa, that's David. Actually, uh, I think Charlie caught him on there. David, whoa, it's David. And I, I just talked to David earlier that day. I'm like, what is he doing at the show? He's going to get sick. Oh, my God. Um, no, what's happening is they had a separate tech set up to where you can call in. They projected the number on the screen, by the way. You call in. Uh, with your phone, you got to have an app or, or or your computer. You can go on the website, I assume. Um, and and you call in and you become a digital audience member on the back screen. Yeah. And because there's oh. no audience, I, you know, but, so I'm thinking people should be dancing, but they're just showing this one guy in his office. And it's like a poorly, <laughs> it's a well lit behind him, but like he's like a, you know, a silhouette or whatever. Silhouette, yeah. And uh, um, and he, he gets up and walks around and kind of like, He's kind of kicking every once in a while. It doesn't really look quite like a dance or like he's hit. It looks like a shame to have fun, you know. Um, so I, <laughs> well, actually, uh, first, uh, first, actually, Hannah, uh, my partner, she, she was like, I got to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. So she went on the laptop. She tried to figure it out. Uh, and, and her name came up on the thing. We could see it, but it was a gray screen. We couldn't figure it out. Oh, my gosh. So I thought, I got to do this. I'm a techie guy. I'll get in there and I'll figure it out. So I did. First of all, by the way, whole reason that other one wasn't working was a Band-Aid over the uh, uh, camera. Huh. Yeah, that was the whole, that was the whole thing. Uh, which, I mean, like, if you don't use your camera very often, how are you going to remember to look there? I'd be like, uh, I'm going to use my glasses once. Uh, where did I leave them again? Last time I had them was a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, like, well, no, I don't know where I left them. What the hell? Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I had an analogy where I put it on my hat, but I couldn't somehow tie that in. Uh, 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 nonetheless, I figured it out, right? I, I got my laptop, which is where we were watching the stream, and I uh, downloaded what was called Jitsi. Um, uh, and I guess on, on the computer, I didn't have to – I don't remember how it worked on the computer, but you had to, you had to jump through some hoops. I did. Uh, I got in there, and sure enough, it broadcast on the screen, and I'm, no joke here, I'll just recreate it, what was happening. I was dancing around and spinning. Oh, boy, howdy, it was a good time. Um, <laughs> And sure enough, now there was a mega latency, but you could see me up on the screen. And uh, and it was and by latency, what I truly mean is that uh, it was smooth video. Like I was just as monkeying around as you see now. Uh, for those of you tuning in on either YouTube or, or Twitch, uh, depending on when you're when you're getting this, but uh, like it was it was just as smooth as as you're seeing now. Uh, the thing is, as I would perform the action, 
And then later on, uh, you would see it something like, I don't know, maybe even a minute later sometimes. Um, yeah. But it was cool enough that the, <laughs> the band turns to the screen. They see and recognize me dancing, which I would normally be there at the show, dancing in the front, just the same exact as I am. And they lost it. They said, uh, after the song they, it was over, they were like, we see you back there, man. They said, what's up, Josh? And I was like, yes. So ego lit up. And I took my tablet uh, and I uh, set that up and got a second camera angle going. And I signed in as another user. And I had a second camera angle going uh, uh, where I was dancing and everything. And then uh, by then, Hannah had brought in all these like stuffed animals and we're showing all these stuffed animals. to the. I had this uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, I got Bernie Sanders back there. By the way, I'm doing a Where's Bernie um, series uh, at all times. And so at any one of uh, these uh, episodes, you should be looking for Bernie in the background. Um, but there he is right there, just to, just to point him out. Um, Anyway, we were just having a blast, and you know, the problem is, here's the problem. Here's what ended up happening. The problem was, and Charlie will tell you this too, the issue that we had was, uh, besides the latency, um, I now had two camera angles, and they were eating my bandwidth. I oh, yeah. could not oh, enjoy yeah. the music. The music was going, eh, 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 eh. And that's not fun. So uh, we all kind of talked about it, decided this was cool. We decided, but let's try this. So I uh, canceled one of my videos um, to see if that would help. It didn't. <laughs> so I, I stopped the other one. Um, that said, I think if I had better uh, a better computer and if I had been doing things um, hardwired to the Internet, I think I would have done okay. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's tech. That's ta that's me talking tech. All right. So uh, that's that's what we're dealing with at home right now, dealing with all this stuff. Uh, Chris, you got something for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off here. Uh, this is not who I choose for uh, our these points in history. Yeah. This day in historical points. Goddamn. This, this day in news. historical points. DDHP. <laughs> We're going to get this right someday. Uh, <laughs> so this is not who I have for this day in historical points. Um, however, as we are discussing tech talk today, uh, I do have to point out that on this day in history, uh, Bill Gates did found Microsoft. Wow. So, no way. If That's we're crazy. if we're gonna have a tech talk, I have to give historical points to Bill Gates for founding Microsoft on this day. Well, here's the other thing about that, Chris, that I want to bring up. I think it's important to bring up that we're having a talk tech day about a guy who did a TED talk. Oh man! <laughs> and what I think we should probably by the end of the week do is just even if it's just for a second, search TikTok and see if we can find it. Just because I, I'll bet it's on there. I'll bet it. So you're saying that uh, you want to watch <laughs> the 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 tick, TikTok of the TED Talk of the Tech Talk. I want to watch a TikTok of the TED Talk that Bill Gates talks while we talk tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Anyway, back to you, Chris. 
but I did want to get that out of the way. Now, um, we did introduce a, a new segment the other week that I, I think we're starting to enjoy. Uh, the who yeah. would win? Who would win? I do like that. I like that was uh, a good move. Are we are we feeling gamey at the moment, guys? You feeling yeah. it? Yeah, okay. I'm feeling I'm yeah. feeling gamey. Like I would run from somebody shooting at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is very survival-y, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to get I want to get a little ridiculous here. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be the best way to go. Um, More ridiculous than running from someone shooting at you? Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. Okay. Just to confirm here, uh, everyone knows who Picard is, correct? Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Yes. You. Absolutely. And everyone knows who Jethro Gibbs is, correct? Oh my God. Is this my show, Chris? <laughs> it sounds like his show. Yes. I don't know that one. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, this is MCIS. Mark Harmon plays Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, Charlie. So now, here's my question for you. Oh, man. Who you think would build a better house? Uh, right. I love the look on Charlie's face. That was beautiful. That's what I was hoping for. Wow. First instinct, first <laughs> instinct I'm going to go Gibbs because we know he works with mm-hmm. his hands. He makes boats in his basement. However, however, consider all of the technology that Picard has at his disposal. Well, yeah. Okay, if you're just going to say press a button and build a house, sure, yeah. No, no, no. But is that what Picard would do? Or no. do you think Picard would go to the hollow room and he would learn how to build a house? And then he would go to a planet and build a house. It's, Ooh. I, okay. I'm going to be drawing on some deep lore here. Okay. In, <laughs> in one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, Picard wakes up and he's part of a different alien race, and he lives his whole life on this alien planet as this other person who plays the flute. And then in a later episode, after he figures out it was all just a simulation, he's still playing the flute. He didn't play the flute, the flute before. So I think if he sets his mind to something, he just does it. So that's absolutely true. But that could be said of both of those gentlemen. Mm. Uh, they're both very much the uh, stern father figure of the of the which, crew, which means that it's no longer a question of ability to build a house. We know that they can both do it. Who's yeah. gonna have the better architectural mind to build a more elegant or a more sophisticated house? Like who's gonna get the cooler house? Oh. I'm sticking with Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just I, Picard's I'm gonna, an archaeologist by hobby, you know, and a, yeah. an explorer in his heart. I think Gibbs, he would do it. He probably built his own <laughs> house already. It's like half a chance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got no input just because I only know Picard. Damn it. Yeah. Let me start. We're we're gonna come up with something for this. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do we all know who Perry the Platypus is? Yeah, yeah. Sure do. Uh, do we all know who Secret Squirrel is? Yeah. Wow, a drop uh, of uh, uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what if they were both given the goal, right? Like their agencies contact them at the exact same second. 
They are equidistant apart, and their task is stop Dr. Evil. Oh, man. Who does it first or better? Damn it. Um, See, okay, question. Is Secret Squirrel employing the services of a one Morocco mole? I've never seen him work without Morocco mole, and therefore (laughs) I must acquit that they are a team. And now let me ask you this. uh, Perry the Platypus, uh, does he have a secret uh, friend? Because I haven't seen every episode. Uh, but uh, does he have a secret friend or, or companion that uh, he relies on every once in a while to get the extra dirty jobs done? Uh, so there are a few characters. Oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit about that chihuahua. We're going with Peter the Panda. Peter the Panda is our second character for Player, Player the Platypus. I have executive Peter decision that. the Panda. Who's that? So Dr. Doofenshmirtz right. used to have a different arch nemesis. Before right. Perry the Platypus, when he lived in Seattle, his nemesis uh, was Peter the Panda. And it's a little adorable panda that wears a fedora because he's in the agency, the AWOL agency. And the same one that, that Platypus is in, right? Exactly. So they, they obviously would... Okay, so that's the big network. And Secret Squirrel kind of just works uh, rogue, doesn't he? Scenarios I've been able to tell. Well, he's mostly working uh, like freelance gigs, it seems like. I feel I thought they were government gigs. Oh, I see. He's a he's a G man. He's a G squirrel. Yeah, I, maybe you're right. It's secret squirrel. He's got yeah. the big uh, um, what is it? The his boss has the um, what is it? The deep voice and the horns. Right, he's like an ox or something. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, yeah, I still don't think even if he's working for the government, uh, that secret squirrel has near the network at his disposal that Perry the Platypus does. And I, I say the skill sets, who would win in a fight, single solo, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But in this question, that they, it's not who would win in the fight. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, mm. yeah, I'm going with Perry the Platypus. What, what do you think? You just think Perry's got more tech? I think he's got be able to get it done. I think he's got more. Uh, I think actually, I think the issue is is specifically not tech, but uh, it's uh, it's who he knows and who who he knows that we don't know. Um, Secret Squirrel. So here's the thing: Perry the Platypus has only worked with two, or only worked with other agents of the AWOL agency in two episodes. One is the episode with Peter the Panda, and then the other episode is. Well, I guess it's a two-parter, but I count that as one like movie episode. Uh, oh, where... They got to stop Doctor Evil, though. Exactly. They have to uh, stop Doctor Evil. Uh, Perry the Platypus. And... He goes solo a lot. I was gonna say Perry the Platypus is always going solo. You're right. This is interesting. Interesting. Uh, so they're always going. He's always going solo. Uh, 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 uh. He's always after. Um, what is the guy's name? Um, Dubinschmerz. Thank you, Doofenshmirtz. He's always after Doofenshmirtz. How often is he winning? Oh, Perry wins every time. Perry wins every time. And then uh, what is our uh, wins and losses on uh, Secret Squirrel? I don't think he wins every time. Uh, I was kind of... He's been tied up a few times. Like at the end he's lost, though? Oh, no. I suppose at the end uh, uh, it mostly works out, doesn't it? Hmm. Because Perry Uh, gets trapped. You know, I think... 
at this point, they've proven that it's mostly uh, out of respect. It's sort of Doofenshmirtz's greeting now. And uh-huh. so that's just how they say hello. And then Perry just gets out of it real quick. But <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I see. I see. Um, Morocco Mole is, here's why Morocco Mole is great. Uh, he, he's a, he's a, he's an abstract, right? He, he kind of doofuses his, himself to, uh, to winning. And so mm-hmm. I think still Secret Squirrel on his own without that sort of doofus quality can't do it. So I'm going Perry Platypus final answer. Yeah. Charlie, how do we feel about it? Uh, I would agree with that probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have gone based solely on tech. I mean, Perry the Platypus has nine different ways he can fly <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> I think that one, I think Secret Squirrel uh, just has the, uh, well, actually, he has inside his uh, coat a uh, jetpack that comes out of the pocket and zooms him up. That's one. That's right. That's one. That's just one. Perry uh, the Platypus has a jet, a jet pack. Uh, his hat. Oh, I'm losing, uh, losing some. Uh, <laughs> it, losing it can, some uh, it can deploy a parachute. It can deploy gotcha his hat is like magic. It's like a Mary Poppins bag of technology. Yeah. Um, that hat. On that <laughs> note, I think a better um, tech, um, a tech comparison would be maybe. Uh, um, Go uh, go gadget, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but who but who 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 has more tech, Inspector Gadget or or uh, Mecha Godzilla? Uh, Probably Inspector Gadget. Yeah. I don't well, know. Mecha, well, Mecha, Mecha Godzilla's, Godzilla's the got mostly robotic like, skeleton of the original Godzilla. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how, I don't that's, know. That's hard. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think there's more more detail in the kind of tech that uh, um, Mecha Godzilla has, but um, that's a that would be a mountain of information to try to scour and climb. What do you got for us next, Chris? Uh, who do you think would run a better daycare, Doofenshmirtz <laughs> or Draken from Kim Possible? A better daycare. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz seems like he'd be good with kids. Yeah, isn't it kind of canon that his his children are treated well? Because he didn't want to treat them like he was yeah, treated. He as a treats kid? his daughter well, right? As well as he can. He's you know he tries. Um, <laughs> he's he's got doof in his name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's yes, he's he's doing his best, but he is doing his best. He's doofing so. his best. I'm going to give you points for that. I don't know that I like it, but I'm going to because I have yeah. to. Uh, hey, how about this one then? How about this one? Doofenshmirtz Studios. Oh. Well, that's, that's solid. I'm just good. That's I'm okay with those points. There you go. That's good. Uh, but yeah, so. With a K. <laughs> yeah, oh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is that? Callback points. So, Draken, though. Uh, I mean, he's no stranger to children either. Uh, you you see episodes where he has to deal with them, and and while uh, he's not exactly the most patient person, 
he is the he is persistent enough that him and another person will eventually find a way of figuring out how to communicate. Like he has a lot of not very smart goons that he keeps track of continuously. And he doesn't like to him they're not just goons. Like he knows them by name. He can, like he if he's yelling at Greg, it's because he knows Greg fucked up. It's because he knows <laughs> who Greg is, though, you know? Like he runs yeah. like a, a nice tight ship. And so he's got a, a staff that could also be working on his behalf. And Doofenshmirtz has the evil incorporated. Uh, he's definitely hired people on before. He's no stranger to that. Um, so it's not only them. You have to realize they have an entire arsenal at their disposal. And like uh, Doofenshmirtz, imagine if he was trying to find a uh, make kids have funinator. <laughs> You know, like yeah. if that was the goal, somehow the joy of children powered some other mechanized whatever. I mean, now it's part of his plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, <clears throat> yeah, 100%. Here's the thing about that. For me, uh, 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 you've got two different kinds of daycares, all right, that are good for two, these two different reasons. And uh, what I'm hearing is that this might apply. So, <clears throat> Uh, you've got the, the daycare, and I think uh, what's the guy's name on Kim Possible's side? Draken. 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 So this guy, uh, and I don't remember what he looks like, but if I if, if, if it's the character arc is what I think he is, uh, uh, and especially based on your description just now, uh, I'd say he ran a tight ship, so like a daycare that like everyone does their chores that they have for the day. Everyone hits nap time. It would be time. a little bit militarized. That's probably right. <laughs> and on that note, I think that would be great for specialty stuff. Like if you have a problem child, but for good old fashioned daycare, Doofenshmirtz sounds like he'd be the more fun of the two. Yeah. That's and true. so I think you would, you would come home with a, a more fun and interesting painting from Doofenshmirtz. And I think you'd <laughs> come home with an SOS or a cry for help from, uh, from Draco. <laughs> Yeah. Beckaroo 182 over on the Twitch stream uh, seems to also agree that Doofenshmirtz is doofy enough to do well with kids. Yeah. Well with kids. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pointing at Charlie because he's to my <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I get to look over at him. Oh, I, I still oh. don't know which way is the right way. Oh, wait, hi high five me to the right. So, yeah, that way. Yep. Yep. One, two, three. All right, wait, I, I, one, two, three, pat. Oh, yeah, okay, wait, wait, I went first. One, two, three, pat. Yeah, we did it. All right, well, uh, Chris, can you try to high-five me from below? Uh, let me see here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach down okay. there. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll come over to the other side of the screen. Uh, the, um, you're on, what, on the left side? Come over to the right side. There you go. Hi, one, two, three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. That was good. Cool. Awesome. Glad we for those of you listening for those of you listening at home, we just had a Brady Bunch high five on Zoom. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Um it was pretty good. Yeah. So uh you're definitely gonna want to uh, tune these are available. These recordings are available for a short time afterwards and then I do upload uh the better material to YouTube. So if you're viewing this later, thanks a lot, click like and subscribe. All right, we've covered all the bases. <laughs> uh, did it. What else you got there, Chris? You got any more? Uh, okay. Do we know who Radagast is? Radagast. Radagast mm -hmm. the Brown. 
No. Aha. I was very hopeful at least at least you would be with this. Oh. Okay. Uh, Radagast the Brown, just so that Joshua can have a little bit of input here, is from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, I know uh, that place. He's the uh, he's the very druidic looking uh, dude. You run into him, and he's just covered in moss and yeah. living with like uh, there's a bird that just lives in his hat just because. Oh, I love that guy. He looks like a tree person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, that guy. Him and poison ivy. Okay. Are you sure he's that just... wasn't in the Hobbit? Uh, yeah, maybe Hobbit. it is a Hobbit. I'm all sorry. right. The Cimmerillion Simmer- is all one universe, okay? I'm glad, yeah. though, that I'm following along now. Yes, you're good. You're solid. <laughs> well done. Uh, dialed. Of the two of them, who do you think could grow better weed? Wait, of the two of <laughs> of the two of which? Poison Ivy. Oh, Poison I didn't hear that part. Oh, poison Ivy and uh, the other guy. All right. Oh, who grow? Uh, Charlie, you you uh, go because you probably got a better answer already to go. I'm gonna think about this for a second. Well, uh, right, educate me on some Radagast right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean in the in the movies. Yeah, there and, you go. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> Gandalf kind of makes allusions to Radagast, saying that he's kind of like smoked himself silly, and that's why he's got all this moss and stuff growing on him because he just kind of hangs out in the woods <laughs> oh like that yeah and like Gandalf yeah. Gandalf smokes himself you know like a lot a lot that's but, true uh, but this guy he's he if Gandalf is saying he smokes a lot you know he smokes a lot right gotcha but I don't know you know he seems more like the type who would just pick something out of the woods and go for it just like <laughs> i don't know what it does like it could be anything just, i'll grind it up whereas poison ivy, poison ivy we know can make giant plants just instantaneously hmm. i mean you, you have to realize though this is their goal is to like make better weed right okay. to, to grow the best weed to grow so the if best it's, if it's growing the best okay yeah like between the so, two, who would grow the best wheat? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like if if it's there, if they are putting their mind to it and putting their resources towards it, who could potentially make the better wheat? Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna finalize my answer. I'm gonna say Radagast because he would then know what constitutes better weed, whereas Ivy, I don't know. We don't know. We don't have any canon, who would canonical sources it? of how much she smokes and what she and, knows. Okay, but Ivy is a doctor. She has a doctorate's degree. So oh. she would run a clinical study. Did she to go to an Ivy League school? Ah. Oh, I'm going to bump that up to mega points. That was, mega that was like, yeah, that was solid. Breaking them in. Those are rare. That's good. That's good. Ah. Fucking take them. Ugh. <sighs> But no, she would definitely put up a clinical study and like have other people smoke it. People who know what good weed is, she would get. Yeah, like, she's right. got access yeah. to druggies. She works or, or she does crime in Gotham. Like, once again, assuming that we're going to use the entire network of the universe that these people are plugged into, uh, I'm thinking first of all, yeah, I'm thinking. 
IAV because of living status. You know that indoor gets is grows better. It's just better stuff, right? <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Uh, uh, how many uh, attractive women like Uma Thurman's type uh, uh, do you think are just like smoking on that like you know, brick weed or whatever with a bunch of seeds in it and stems and stuff? Probably not. They're probably getting that top shelf and they probably aren't buying much of it. It's probably coming to them. You know what I mean? So they definitely know what good weed is, and they certainly aren't going to smoke that other stuff, or you don't get a piece. You don't get a sit near them, nothing like that. Uh, and you don't want to sit too close anyway because you'll poison you. you you'll die. Uh, but the other side of that, but the other side of that is, okay, think of, wouldn't you think that smoking poison weed would get you pretty fucking high? <laughs> okay. Now, here's the thing that I'm surprised has not come up yet. Uh, Radagast is literally magicking weed at yes, this point. He's a wizard. Like he would be, he would be using magic to to grow superior weed. So what it comes down to is who has the better capability to alter the genetics of a plant to I, be the well, best. Okay. So if we're if we're saying that Pamela Isley can have a whole clinical study and everything. Then we also have to guess that Radagast could call up his weed-smoking buddy Gandalf, who yeah. also hangs out with a bunch of weed-smoking hobbits. Hobbits, yeah. <laughs> who know good weed. They know what's up. So Merry and Pippin for sure. Yeah, they party hard. They definitely know. Reach into their <laughs> minds and create the best magic weed somehow. I just get the feeling that they're still gonna appreciate and love the more earthy tones over there in the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings universe especially if you're buying weed from hobbits and yeah, uh, poison weed, man. Like, have you smoked Ooh. Durban poison? That shit is dank. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going with, I'm going with Ivy. That's me. I always smoking with the, the, with, with the, with the, um, you know, lady with the craziest costume. I always figure that works out. <laughs> Charlie, where are you sitting? Are you saying Radagast? I'm, I'm staying with Radagast. I love it. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh, we got a dang. Do we get a is this a, is it a split or do we have to do like a tiebreaker or what? I didn't plan this far. I was just oh, excited well, about an, a day when the both of you would not agree on who won. This is great. No, I love it. But but what we can do is we can either improvise our way through it or we can have our uh, uh, people commenting whichever where that place is uh, and. Um, Ooh, uh, Becca Rue does say poison ivy. She can use her powers to control them. Uh, Ooh, yeah. you could mind control weed. Yeah, mind control weed. She'd she'd put it out and call it subservience, and people would <laughs> fucking go ape <laughs> shit. She'd That's be point. In the commercials. That's point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm with it. Uh, uh, you know, it's up to the audience now. So uh, go ahead and vote. Uh, maybe we need a hashtag for this. What's a, what's a good hashtag you can offer up? <laughs> hashtag who uh, would win? Yeah, right? hashtag, hashtag who, would, who win. would win. Who would win? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Let's see, let's see this. Uh, tag us. Yeah. Tag the podcast. Uh, e and A podcast. Right? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. we'll put this out on the on, on the Twitter Facebook and on Twitter. Facebook. Yeah, tag us if you if, if you, you, you think it's something. We'll talk, we can talk about it. Yeah, we want to hear what your what your logic is there. Um, what else is there, guys? Oh, well, well I, I got some uh, stuff in the news. Talking tech in the news. You want to talk some Go tech in the news? Do it. Hey, uh, tech in the news. 
because this is a weird time. And like you said, we are talking about tech a lot. And so uh, just thinking about this, we've had kind of these things come up over the past uh, a few days. And I just wanted to bring them up, kind of tech related. Uh, first one, you guys have probably heard of this, uh, Netflix Party. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Netflix so Party. You and your friends. So it's a Chrome browser extension. You set it up and then uh, you go into Netflix and this option shows up where you can start a watch party with all your friends and you can all be watching this show or movie together separately. So Whoa. it synchronizes everything. So if someone pauses it, it pauses for everybody. Someone starts it, starts for everybody. And there's oh. a group chat. So you can all be talking about it. While it's happening. While it's going on, yeah. We can That's cool. Watching, we can all be watching Tiger King and <laughs> talking oh, about <laughs> Oh, man, Carol Baskin. You guys remember Theo? He told me I'm not allowed to into his house until I've seen Tiger King. Wow. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You don't want any spoilers, huh? Uh, I'm... I'm like three episodes in right now. Oh, okay. but you are watching. Good, 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 good. So you've you've at least heard the characters' names and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Plus, you realize I have the internet. You, you realize by now that everybody's insane on that fucking show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, wait till I knew about Joe Exotic fucking four years ago when he was yeah. on Daniel Tosh, right? Yeah, and it was. On, I uh, remember when he was running. Or, no, it was John Oliver then. That's the one. Never mind. I'm wrong. Yeah, I remember him on the, on the John Oliver episode, and I also uh, just remembered him running. Um, I remembered that coming up in multiple yeah. news sources, uh, and that yeah. was a big thing. Um, and, and honestly, you know what? By the uh, end of the series, you, you're really not I, – I was not left knowing how to feel necessarily, but I get the sense and overall like, consensus for most people that there's not a lot of closure on uh, this character and that character, we'll say. But then that Joe himself, uh, this crazy person at the beginning of this thing, by the end of it, you don't know whether to, to feel for him or what, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a heart-wrenching, very uh, roller coastery ride. You're going to feel a lot of things, but you're not going to know <laughs> what they are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, Netflix party, uh, it's free to check out. Uh, it's from the Chrome Web Store, so. That's pretty cool. Uh, next item, uh, guys, we, we're quarantining. We're social distancing. We and are. You know how we High know five. that? Oh, oh, it's this one. Yeah, bam. Got it. How do, <laughs> uh, we, how do we know that? Because Google is using our location data to find out. Uh, oh. Isn't that wonderful? They're using yeah. users' location data to see if people are social distancing. Uh, they're doing this in 131 countries. Uh, all 50 states in the U.S., and it's going to add more oh. countries. It's ramping this up. It wants to know that we That's are. what that website that was so great. It was so great. The website's so great. It's going to be up so fast. Oh, it's going to be the greatest website. Nobody's ever heard of a website this great. Uh, uh, he said Google's going to be making it. It's going to be up. Some websites, some websites, they take, they take however long. But this one, uh, it's going to go right up. Yeah. So uh, that's the website. Huh? Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they're saying they're they're checking your phone's location, comparing it to rel like to seeing just how close idea. you are physically to people around you, and they're saying it's going to offer insights into what has changed in response to work from home, uh, shelter place, and other policies aimed at flattening the curve. Uh, so that, you know, it's a little bit of a social, uh, so social freedom 
taken away where they know where we are just because we have a phone. But I guess now for a good cause, you know, what are you going to do? It's, it's weird, but... What are you going to do? Yeah. What I'll tell you, you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay at home where I belong because uh, this is America and uh, you should be able to quarantine safe in the safety of your own home without getting a, a whole inquisition. This has been Bernie Sanders for no reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, similar story. Uh, have you guys heard of Kinza? No. This is a Seattle startup. Uh, it started a few years ago. Uh, but they make internet-connected thermometers. And so they track your data of your temperature when you take your temperature. And so huh. in a similar thing to Google, similar way, they have been tracking... Uh, the data of over a million of these thermometers throughout the country, tracking the spread of the virus. Because they, you know, once your fever uh, is up over a certain point, they kind of can tell because it's not flu season. Like, oh, that, you know, so they're, it, it's not exact. It's not a perfect picture, but it is, it is a cool way to see, uh, you know, predict a trend. It's a good sample size of the country. So uh, they predicted two weeks ago this rise in cases. And now they're predicting that, or they're showing that we, you know, social distancing is working a little bit. So that's that's pretty cool. That is good. Uh, I noticed that the reports in Oregon are specifically saying that, uh, yeah, it's uh, working. Um, but the thing is, man, is it though? Because uh, we were driving down the street today, uh, and here's the thing: I had to go get weed, so I wore a mask. And I, I'm not hoarding any masks. I have like six masks that my mom sent me uh, for Christmas, uh, uh, essentially, because I get my stuff late always, and it just happened to be uh, pandemic time of year. Anyway, so I had one. Anyway, I don't mean to justify why I have a mask. Fuck you. I'm sorry that you don't have one. You know, I don't know. I'll give you my other ones if you want them. But point is, I put one on because I don't want to go be breathing my breath on everybody else. Who knows? if I'm transferring the virus or not. I'm not concerned about all these other guys. I'm worried that I will carry it from one side to another and give it to somebody. So I got the mask on. I'm standing in line. Uh, uh, you know, I like to talk to people and wave my hands around. You know, I'm assuming I'm flapping droplets all over the place. Uh, so I'm just my, kind of minding my own business, standing there on my phone uh, and everything. And I went and got some weed. Um, yeah, what, where did this start? I got weed now. Good. No, we, <laughs> yeah. We oh, yeah. About- I, I do remember, but no, seriously, uh, we, uh, we we were on our way there, though, Charlie, you remember, and we seen, yeah. uh, we, there, everybody was out. It was crazy. There was there tons was, of people out biking and driving everywhere. It's crazy. A couple of people sitting on, uh, at a, like a, a food uh, uh, thing, a food place. I don't know yeah. that the place was open, but they sure made it look like it. And then they were like looking at me like I was crazy for wearing a mask. I'm like, you crazy for being outside. You know? Yeah, they, were, they were just sitting outside. Like it looked like they had gone and gotten takeout and just eaten it outside. Like, that may be what happened. Theo had watched uh, three kids walking down the block in front of his house share an Arizona iced tea. What? And he tried not to like flip shit. <laughs> like, Jesus. That yeah, some people wow. are really not taking it seriously. So I'm, you know, we're hoping that this data can help us get our, get the point across. Stay home. Stay home. Stay safe. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing I had, uh, speaking of, we were talking about local businesses last time and we're talking about tech this time. So guess what? There's a local business that's a tech business 
uh, or I guess they're an organization, really, they're not a business. Uh, they're called Free Geek. Uh, are you familiar with Free Geek, Chris? No. Free Geek, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, they're cool. So they uh, they accept donations of any kind of computer equipment, and they will refurbish it. So they're all like tech guys, essentially, and they'll refurbish your computers and stuff like that. Great. But what they do with some of that stuff is they sell it on their eBay, and uh, they you know the money from that you know, proceeds from that goes to local uh, like tech programs for schools. Uh, and they have a volunteer program where if you volunteer a certain amount of time, you can earn a free computer. Uh, oh, whoa. Yeah, and especially now for uh, like kids who are learning from home, they're, they uh, have on their website, it's like, if you need a computer for your kid to learn from home, send us an email. We'll try and hook you up you know, as much as we can. That's awesome. That is uh, awesome. During, during normal times, they have uh, a program for kids K through 12 that they have to volunteer just 24 hours and they're given a free laptop. Uh, and it's just super cool. And they, they do classes so you can learn uh, how to use your computer and just all kinds of great things that they, that they're a local company and they're, they're doing, I think. Great That's job, awesome. Man. That's good. Uh, so they're still awesome. open during the pandemic, except for not the physical store but online and, and they're taking phone calls and emails. So. But I could, uh, I could in theory buy a, a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They, they are, eBay is up and they've got tons of really good selection. And like I said, they totally. Oh, got a little lag there. This is for what you're getting. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I heard yeah. all that. Yeah. That's not all I had. Hell yeah. What about Chris? Hey, Chris, you got something else for us, don't you? Yeah, we've, uh, I, I did mention the Bill Gates thing, you know, and he's fine and all, uh, as far as people who award points to, you know, like Microsoft is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, points Bill Gates. Uh, he was also on, um, uh, an interview recently too, uh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's, he's been coming up. Yeah, he's been coming up. Exactly. Definitely. Again, however, there may be somebody who deserves more points than Bill Gates. And I know she's less on the tech talky side, but yeah. uh, one Maya Angelou ooh. was born. Maya Angelou. Ooh, points. Uh, Maya Angelou, no, Maya Angelou was born on this day in 1928. Wow. Okay. And I, I've taken the liberty to. Uh, find just some of what this woman's life has been just so that we can sort of see the struggles and hardships that the being an artist can be like Jiminy Christmas. Like we, I, I'm sure that both of you actually probably know a lot about the, you know, the, the activism she's done and, and then everything she's tried to pour into to try and help with the, the civil rights movement and things like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I love hearing the woman speak. I like hearing their talk. Yeah. And she's, well, okay. So here's the thing. So she's born uh, in 1928. Uh, she's, uh, you know, trying to have a, a happy life or whatever. Her parents get divorced. Uh, and then her new boyfriend, when Maya is is eight years old, uh, abuses and rapes her. Ah! And wow. uh, so she goes and she, she tells the people. She's like, hey, bad things happen. Uh, and then that man was promptly put in jail. 
and he stayed in jail for exactly 24 hours. Wow. So by the next morning, he was found dead. Uh, and Maya Angelou was like, this is my fault. And she became very afraid of the power of her own voice. And so she didn't talk for five years. Wow. Wow. Just nothing. And it was, I mean, I can't even imagine like the, the trauma that that is. And so, the dedication that you must have to even remain silent. I think, yeah. uh, you know, that's strength too. But like, absolutely. At what cost sometimes? Yeah. And so, yeah, she didn't speak again until she was 13 years old. And then when wow. she did decide to speak, she was like, well, okay, if I, if I, do know the power of my voice. Well, we've, we've got to start using it. So by the time she's 16, she becomes the first black cable car conductor in, wow. in San Francisco. Um, yeah, she was just looked hurdles at 16, you know? Um, and she attempted to get big as a, as a dancer, like a professional dancer in San Fran for, for three years. Uh, in fact, I guess moving back and forth between there and New York. Um, just trying to get a good gig, you know, trying to break through and nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, for those three years, her and her husband had been together and then they broke up. He was done. He set up with, you know, trying to make that all work. And so she became an exotic dancer. Oh. Uh, and ironically, it was, it was about a year of that before um, an opera group saw her. And then that's when she made her big break. They took her on tour. Uh, she went through 22 countries, learning the languages of every country she wound up in. Wow. Um, just, to, just to be able to better expand her knowledge of them. During this, she wrote a novel uh, called wow. I Know Why wow. the Caged Bird Sings. Caged bird sings. Yeah. Uh, now, this was her recounting the events from birth to age 17. Because that's all she thought people could take at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably right. Because Jiminy Christmas. A lot, of, a lot of content there. A lot of valuable stuff to sift through. Yeah. And yeah. so this is how she, she wound up more than just helping out with civil rights activism. She was a part of art of any and all kinds. You know, uh, written, musical, dance theater she's on tv she's she's done radio she's done everything you can possibly do not only is she one of the most badass activists we've ever seen in this generation she's also a jill of all trades she can do anything and fuck you if you've ever said otherwise apparently and so for that i would like to give points on this day in historical points to maya angelou for being born a fucking legend absolutely well deserved well deserved and also i would like to second it <laughs> because there's nothing like standing alone as a lone one All right. thank you <laughs> uh, also uh i'm gonna click the um uh, applause button applause, yeah. Yeah. Applause, see the little applause. oh that's point that's lady gaga point i hate that i did that but yeah i love that song <laughs> I, well actually the song is okay the video was so cool uh she's like 
like seizuring on the ground, and that's part of the you know that's part of the dance. Anyway, it's pretty good something. Creep. <laughs> See something. Uh, wow, that's that was deep, man. You took us on a journey there. We really got oh, to yeah. learn something. Like I didn't know that she was a, a exotic dancer. So in yeah. theory, uh, you know, you know, someone that like Dante's could become, you know, the next Maya Angelou. Yeah, could we be. Don't, we don't know. That's an interesting thought too, because uh, Dante's is still open. Uh, you can't go in, but you could definitely uh, <laughs> get some stuff sent to you. Uh, oh, and I'm it's told a lucky Devil Lounge is different. Well, no, no, uh, uh, they, they, but they, uh, Dante's is still open. Oh, is that are they? I don't know yeah, they're not open inside, but they'll still send you stuff. I don't know about the topless thing. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that, I, and I actually thanks for uh, the the clarification too. Yeah, I mean, I figure if we're if we're going to dole into history, we're going to get some history here. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I really appreciate the uh, the work you guys put in. Thanks for uh, for for everything. Does anybody got anything else? Thank no, you. I think that uh, I think that that's everything I came in with this week. Is that also nothing you came in this yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, That's also uh, points you're taking away. <laughs> take it away, points. Well, uh, <laughs> I just want to take a, a, a you know a brief moment to say thank you uh, to everybody for for working so hard to make this show happen because uh, you know when when we when we first started this idea a little some time ago. Uh, it was like a well, could be a one and done, could be a two and done, could be a three and done, could be a wow, it's still going. Okay, wow, we're still doing. It. And each time it's gotten, I in my uh, in my humble opinion, I think it's gotten better. Uh, uh, we've gotten better at uh, handling it. And look where we're at now. We've got um, we've got video coverage uh, for the for the users online. Uh, we've got uh, listening coverage um, on all the professional platforms for everybody at home. And uh, and in the car and all the all the different places that you are, you you can get a little piece of Smirk Studios in your life. So, uh, thanks for for being a part of it. Uh, to the producers here with me, who are uh, co-hosts as well as producers of the show, uh, thank you. And uh, thanks for staying home and uh, working with us to keep it all going. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thanks for putting this together. I mean, I know you and I have been talking about starting a podcast since we were living together, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, until somebody that actually grabbed the equipment to make things start, it was never really going to get kicked off. So, you know, thanks for starting this journey. Hey guys, applause all around. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's all around. It clicked the little applause. There it is. I clicked it. All right, homies. Uh, thank you at home for listening. Uh, please like, subscribe, and all those things. Uh, let us know. Comment. Uh, go to our Facebook page. Go to our Twitter page. Interact with us. We want to know what you think. So uh, if you take the time and comment, we would love to. Thanks for listening. Find us on the web at smirkstudiosinc.com. That's smirkstudiosinc.com.